It's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby. It's your boy Drew Moore. So the topic that I want to deal with today is something that you hear quite often nowadays, but nobody seems to really break it down, and that's soul ties. People hear that often nowadays. It's been it's been Spoken about more than enough times when you go places, so you hear people talking about it when it comes to you know physical, emotional, or sexual that you can have soul ties with the individual. Well, what I want to talk to you today about, and I want to take my time because I actually took some notes on this because I did not want to miss a piece that I wanted to discuss. Normally, I'll just freestyle and I'll just talk to you, but I actually took some notes this time because. This is something that's very important that I think a lot of a lot of men and women, especially women, because you're a little bit more emotional and you're a little bit more forgiving and letting someone in. And I've heard within the last years, probably about five to seven years, I hear a lot of women that talk about their exes are still their friends. Why do I have to break? Why have to be on bad terms? It doesn't have to be on bad terms. But you need to understand some things when it comes to that. So we're going to go ahead and jump right in. And uh, I want to go ahead and cram as much as I can possible into this conversation that we're going to have. The first thing that you need to understand when you're still wanting to deal with an ex. I'm an ex-friend, an ex-girlfriend, an ex-boyfriend, your ex-husband, your ex-wife. I don't care what they are. An ex is an ex of an ex. It's an ex. Just like a math problem. When you have a math problem and you put an X on it, what does that mean? You cancel it out. That no longer exists. You're, you're removing that number. So your ex, ex, means the exact same thing. You're removing them from your life. So to put them back in your life, no matter how you broke up, good, bad, or indifferent, you need to understand what your intentions are for having them in your life. What are your intentions? Why are you keeping this person in your, especially if you were dating them? And that's what I'm talking about. You know, we're talking about relationship. You need to understand and you need to ask yourself, what are my intentions on having this person in my life? You see, because you don't know what the other person's intentions are. We're going to talk about that. Women, you dated a man, man, you dated a woman. And things went sour. It just didn't work out for whatever reason. And you move on. What is the purpose of having that person still in your life? Now we know that it could be, there could be friendships. 
Um, there could be all kinds of things going on. And most people say, oh, they're just my friend. Let me explain this to you. A lot of times people feel lonely. And maybe you just want them in your life out of habit. You know, you're used to them being there. You're used to talking to them all the time. You're used to laughing with them. You're used to, used to joking with them. Maybe they always gave good advice. But you need to know what your intentions are because we typically create habits that we stay in and we look for it. And if we don't have it, we fill that void with an ex because that's what you're used to doing with them. Having that good conversation, having that good laugh or you know, they crack good jokes, whatever it is, you know. So I understand. Some habits are hard to break. But you must understand your own motivation and your underlying desires. I'm going to say that again. It is important to understand your own motivations and underlying desires. What is your desire? What motivates you to stay with this person? To be in contact with this person. To keep laughing with this person. To keep this person in your life. What's the motive? What are the desires that you're looking for. That they're giving you. What's, what's the fulfillment? Let me express this to you. Because a lot of you, I don't think, truly understands in your, in your motives, in your desires that you're looking for. You can stop yourself from moving on and becoming emotionally available to somebody else. Did you hear what I said? You can stop yourself from moving on and becoming emotionally available to someone else. How many of you have been in a new relationship and... You feel like the one that you're with is not giving you all your time, all the time that they should be giving you. You feel like they're giving you a piece of it and giving somebody else a piece of it. It may be a baby mom. And you know they have to have conversation with it because they have a child together. But you find this person giving more conversation to their baby mom or their baby dad more than they should be. Too much conversation. If it's not about the child, it's okay to say, hey, how are you? I have children. That I'm not, and I'm not with their mother. I still say, hey, how are you? That's okay because you, you care about their well-being. Why? You have children by this woman. If she's not okay, then what makes you think your, kid, your kids are okay? So, that's fine. But all that extra stuff, talk about the birds and the trees and the moon and the flowers, and, you know, y'all going on having these personal conversations, and you giving more of your quality time to this person on the phone more than you give it to the one that's right there with you every single day, that you talk to, that the one you say you care about, the one you say you love, and that you respect. You'll find yourself emotionally available to, to somebody else 
than you are to the one that you should be giving your emotions to. You're detached from your relationship because you're emotionally not available for them. That's why I, I don't I don't agree with the term of you know I, until your marriage you're always single you can date who you want to date. You will tie your soul emotionally because see you got to remember soul ties are not just sexually. They're not just sexual. It can be physical, sexually, or emotionally. It just depends on how deep. Your vibrations connect with each other emotionally. You never have to have sex. You ever been with somebody and you vibe with them intellectually? They stimulated your brain. They stimulated your mind. You feel good when you talk to this person. You always have great conversation. So if you're giving everybody else, you're dating this man, this woman, this man, this woman, this man, this woman. And you're just trying to check out the scenes and trying to figure out who you're not giving yourself to one. You can't be emotionally available to one person. And a piece is always going to be missing. So how can a person make a, a valid decision and an educated decision on who they want to truly be with when that person on the other end have not given you their all? They can't. Because they, they got themselves spread out through everybody else. Don't you want somebody to give you 100% of them so you can decide if I want to be with this person or not? That's what I want. I want, I want you to give you all of me. I'm going to give you all of me and you give me all of you. And then I can say, this is the person I want. Because I know, I know who she is. She know who I am. Spread around from Tom, Dick, Harry, John, George, and Hank. I don't truly know her because she's not giving me all of her to make the right decision. She's giving bits and pieces to everybody else, so I'm only giving I'm only getting 70% of her. Can I go into a marriage and call her my wife knowing that I only know 70% of her? Absolutely not. But this is what we do all the time when you have a soul tie and you're connecting yourself to someone else. Especially from your past. I hope this is making sense. Most keep in contact just to take up space in their life without having that label. So you had you had that ex in your life. That was once your girlfriend. That was once your boyfriend. There was once your ex-wife, your ex-fiance, and you feel a void because that soul tie is not there anymore. That, that soul tie, that person that was part of your soul tie is not physically there with you. So you bring them back to fill that void, to do the exact same thing they were doing, but you just don't have the title anymore. 
Mm. Did you hear what I just said to you? I'm repeating some of these things over again so you really get what I'm saying to you. Some of you are filling a void. You're bringing that person, that ex, back into your life to do the exact same thing they did before, but just without the title. Wow. Now, let me, let, me, let me explain this to you. When you break up with somebody, we all understand what that's like, right? We do. We understand what a breakup is like. It can be hard to break up. It can be an easy breakup. Whatever it is, if you spent ample amount of time with somebody, that breakup becomes like an addiction. Yeah, it's like a drug addiction. You know how you know a, a drug addict they want to dip back for more. You know after they they trying to get rid of that drug addiction, but they keep tipping back over. That's what people do in relationships. They can't, they can't break it. They want to break it, but they're they trying to break it, but they keep putting themselves back in that same position. They keep texting. They keep calling. They keep emailing. They keep... So you do these things, and you do it behind closed doors and think nobody knows, but the thing is, you still haven't broke the addiction because you keep texting. See... Then you here's here's the thing about it. Here's here's the sneaky part. So you know you got you're in a relationship, and you know we all got this little phone issue, right? Where anybody going through my phone? Well, if you're not in your phone, this you're hiding. Then why they can't go through your phone? But see, here's the thing. So some of y'all got smart, especially the ones with iPhones, where you can send them little i messages and do all types of stuff where it doesn't really show up in right on your phone, or you have them. You know, the Apple emails or whatever whatever they're called. But not just that. I mean, Androids have the little things, too, where they, you can put down apps and you can lock in stuff and, and hide stuff. But some of y'all do stuff. Y'all, y'all have emails. And y'all hide stuff in your work emails. and have different files or whatever the case is. Just like a drug addict that goes behind a closed door and snort or shoot up or smoke. They think nobody knows. It doesn't matter if nobody knows. You still have the addiction. The addiction doesn't leave. You're not fooling anybody. You're only you're only playing with yourself, and you're 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 going to end up at some point hurting the one that truly loves you. Because you want to stay emotionally, physically, or sexually attached to someone that you already had that you let go of. Let me tell you something. Just like a drug addict, you may need help. And it's okay if you need help. That's what you got life coaches for. That's what you got therapists for. That's what you got pastors for. That's what you got all these people, counselors for. If you need the help, get the help. Some of you are not even dealing with one man or one ex. Some of y'all are dealing with five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You know, whoever comes to your life, you just never get rid of them. So I asked you in the beginning, what are your intentions for keeping all these people in your life? Everybody is not for you. Everybody is not there for your well-being. And we're going to talk about that. They're not there for your well-being all, all the time. 
We're talking about soul ties, relationships, dealing with your exes. I just had this conversation with somebody the other day about the soul ties and dealing with their exes. She asked a question. She says, I had somebody call me. I had someone call me on Instagram. I've never dated him. We've talked. We, we've had communication. We spent some time together, but we, we really haven't really dated. Maybe a month or two. No sexual contact. I said it doesn't matter. He's reaching out because there's a soul tie. You may not realize it, but he does. Why else is he reaching out to you? I say either that or he's trying to see what he can get out of you. Because why all of a sudden does he just pop up and he doesn't even send a message, hey, how are you? He calls you. How long has he been since you talked to him? It's been a long time. So why did he just decide to pick up one day and call you on Instagram? He didn't send you a message. He didn't even inbox you on Facebook and say, hey, how are you? I haven't talked to you in a while. He just pop up and calls. So there's something that's going on with him that he's attached to you. Sounds like a soul tie. That's why it's important that we be careful who we put in our surroundings. Because if he pop up and just call you like that, how do you know that he won't stalk you? How do you know he won't hurt you? How do you know she won't? It ain't just men. It ain't just women. Men go through this. You know, we don't go through it as much. But we got some women that just can't let go and they'll, they'll act a complete fool with the man because they're so attached. They can't let go. They go crazy. They cuss them out. They yell and scream every time they talk to them. You know why? Because they feel like they're losing their mind. You know why, ladies? Because you're attached. You're attached to them. And you want to break it and you don't know how. Yeah. Somebody asked, what is a soul tie? So let me, let me give you my definition of a soul tie. Soul tie is someone you engage with or in physically, emotionally, or sexually in a relationship. And that means friendship. That's any type of ship. Relationship. Anybody that you're engaged with is not just you know, dating. Even if you hate them, you can't seem to break away. You find yourself reaching out or they, they're contacting you and you're allowing it. I'll repeat this again. The soul tie. Someone you engage with or engaged in physically, emotionally, or sexually in relationship that even if you hate them, you cannot seem to break away. You find yourself reaching out or, or they are contacting you and you're accepting the contact. Mm. You, 
ever had a knot in your shoe, in your shoelace, and no matter what you do, you you couldn't get it off, so you find yourself biting it with your mouth, trying to pull that knot out? You remember them days? Somebody just said they still do it. <laughs> but do you do you remember them days where you had a knot so tight that you couldn't do it with your fingers that you found yourself biting on that salty shoestring trying to get that knot out and you get that bad salty taste in your mouth now? That and no matter what you do, that knot just wasn't coming out. And sometimes you find yourself cutting that shoelace and say, I gotta buy some more. Because that knot is so tight. It ain't budging. That's some of you guys' lives. That's your relationship. That's your ex. That's your soul tie. Some of you have your are you are tied so long, and that night that knot is so tight that no matter what you do, you just can't break it. You can't break it. Hmm. Let's talk about the power of soul tie. I know I'm moving quickly for time's sake. But let's talk about the power of soul tie. Some of this will be about sexually because we do have sexual soul ties. The power of soul tie is like quicksand. No matter, no matter what move you make, you get sucked right in. Right? We all know what quicksand is. We all know what quicksand can do. If you find yourself in quicksand and you're moving around too much, you'll find yourself being sucked right in. The best thing you can do is stay still. In quicksand, not in your soul tie. In quicksand, I remember being in the military and we were on a we were on an assignment, and we were doing a training assignment, and they gave us a mat, and we were told which way to. I'm sorry, we were given a compass. We all had a compass, and we had to learn our way. By the compass. We had to learn our way by the shifting of the wind. And they gave us certain specific directions. And I remember being in the fleet. And I was going one way. And another Marine was deciding to go another. And I told him, I said, don't go that way. That's not the way we're supposed to go. He decided to go anyways. Because he thought it was going to be quicker. When I, By the time I came back around... Because we came pretty much almost in a full circle. When I came back around, he was sitting there in quicksand. Yes. Looking for help. And me and another Marine seen him and we grabbed, uh, we found a long branch and we put it, put it in, the, you know, in the sand so he could reach out and grab it and pull them in. He was panicking. And we told him, sit still. Or he'll suck you in very quickly. And so he sat there. 
you know, in, in the Marine Corps, you learn one thing. One of the very first things you're going to learn is discipline. You discipline your body. You discipline your mind. You don't, you don't lose your bearings. And if you do, it may kill you. And it may get your whole platoon killed. So you learn to adapt to your surroundings very quickly. So when we said sit still, he sat still. And we were, we were able to pull him out. Some of your soul ties are just like that quicksand. No matter what move you make, you're being sucked in because you're still moving and you're moving and you're moving. You can't help but to because you're going about your daily lives. But that soul tie is steady pulling you in because you keep engaging and you keep engaging and you keep engaging. Here's one. Here's something that I want to bring to your attention. And I know sometimes I, 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 I come from a scripture or a chapter in the Bible I'm going to give you one a day, and it's, it's going to be very revealing, hopefully, to you. Proverbs 6, verse 26. When you get an opportunity, I want you to read it and understand it and study it. This is what it says, and I like the amplified version because it breaks down certain words and it gives a different verbiage to help understand. So I took it from the amplified. This is what it says. For on account of a prostitute, one is reduced to a piece of bread. I'm going to say that again. For an account of a prostitute, one is reduced to a piece of bread to be eaten up. To be eaten up. And the immoral woman hunts with a hook the precious life of a man. Do anybody know what I just said? Let me tell you what I said. The one on the other end, see, you may be sitting there thinking everything cool, but you may be, the one that's on the other end, I don't want to get above myself, ahead of myself, the one on the other end that has the agenda they are there just to get what they can out of you. They will string you along emotionally. Did you hear what I said? The one that's on the other end. So you say, oh, they're just my friend. But what do they say? They may say, she's just my friend, but they have a different agenda than what you have. See, you're feeling that void. And you just want to be cool with no labels. But them on the other end of that line that you're talking, that person you're talking to may have that agenda. They're stringing you along emotionally. They're filling that void. They know you have a void. And I, I it, it, it would be even worse if you sit there calling them to talk about your boyfriend or your girlfriend. Because you think they're still cool with you. And they can give you some advice. So the advice they may give you may be good advice. But now they know how home is for you. So now they know how to tap in even more on the emotional side. To keep you stirred up. To keep you attached to them. Listen to what I'm saying to you. Listen to what I'm saying to you. 
It's like a puppet master. You see the you you know what a puppet master is? One that has puppets that 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 make puppets dance, make them move, make them do all kinds of stuff. They 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 have their hands and whatever they whatever they make that puppet do, that's what that puppet's going to do. They string them along. They're attached to a string. And a puppet master is typically out of the way that you can't see them. They're way up high so you keep your eyes on the puppet. And you watch the puppet just dance. You watch the puppet just move around. You watch the puppet do all twists and turn circles and all kinds of stuff. It's entertaining. So guess what that puppet master is doing to you? The one that's on the other end that you call friend. They're stringing you along. They're making you dance. They're twirling you in circles. They're making your eyes move all up and down. They have control over you. And a person that has control over you is witchcraft. Did you hear what I just said? The one that's trying, that's having control over you, you don't even realize they're controlling you. You think they're just being friendly to you. It's called witchcraft. I believe that alone. It's a hunt for your soul. They are hunting your soul. Like a lioness to its prey. Did you hear that? You you you've seen a lion when they hunt? They can a lion can hide in plain sight. They act like they pay that gazelle no attention. And they'll sit there. And all the while they got their eyes on them. Because see, some some of y'all, quote unquote, friends, they're hiding in plain sight. They're being the best of friend to you. Oh, yeah, they're being the best of friend. You know how to say keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You got one, you got one so close to you, you don't even know that they're your enemy. <clears throat> because you think you know them because they were your ex. Not understanding that soul tie they have connected to you that they can't get rid of. You you thinking everything cool. They trying to stay connected. Because as soon as you give them the opportunity to step back in, they will. Just like a lion. As soon as you give him the opportunity to attack his prey, he on it. As soon as they come around close enough to him so he can get it, he's going to get it. If it don't come close enough, he going to chase it. He going to hide. He going to get and he going to peek out from them woods. He going to peek out from that grass, that brush, wherever he's sitting at, wherever he's laying at. And when, as soon as he thinks that gazelle not paying no more attention, he'll snap. And he's going to attack. You think that's not being done to you? Oh, yeah, it's being done. You just don't know it. Because you still have a connection to that person that you're not willing to let go of. So when people ask me, y'all say you got to get rid of them, but tell me why I need to get rid of them. I don't have to have a bad breakup. Why can't I be friends? What's the intent? What's the purpose? What's the purpose of the friendship that you say you have? What are the underlying habits what are the underlying issues? What's your reasoning for it? What are your underlying desires? 
What are you looking for out of them? Because I guarantee nine times out of ten, they're not looking for the same thing out of you. A soul tie is like a lure. It's like a lure. You know how you go fishing? You can put a you don't have to put a real uh bait on there. You don't have to put live bait worms. You can put lures. And you can attract a certain type of fish with that lure. Sometimes that lure makes a sound. Sometimes it's by the way it wiggles. Sometimes they give off a certain scent. When that lure goes and you, you steady reeling in, something's going to hit that lure. As soon as you do, you yank it back. You know how you fish. You For the ones that fish, you yank back. You pull it. Make sure it's hooked on there. Hook and reel. Once you hook them, you reel them in. Gotcha. It's a lure feed. You, you feed your friendship. They feed you conversation. Laughs. They keep you engaged. That's what the lure does. It lures the friendship. It lures your conversation. It lures the laughter. It keeps you engaged. The more you can stay engaged and it looks like it's so innocent, the more you're going to engage. You got to learn how to get detached from your soul tie. That'll be another, that'll be another podcast. But I wanted to give you that breakdown so you understand what this soul tie does to you. And what's, what may be happening to you. And a lot of times it is happening to you. A lot of you don't even understand why you're keeping this person near. Don't even understand why you're still having conversations with them. Don't understand why they send you pictures of themselves on social media and on Facebook or to your, to your messaging or to your email. You don't understand why you keep getting a picture say, hey, good morning, and they send a picture of themselves to you. And then you'll turn one and, and quote-unquote innocence, send one back, good morning. soul tie the soul tie please people if you especially especially if you're in a relationship you need to cut it why because you cannot give all of yourself emotionally to the person that you're with because you're giving your emotions to everybody else he wants 100% of you, and you only giving him 75%, maybe even 50%. You think he can't feel that? Yeah, he or she can feel that. Men, she can feel that. Vibrations are real. The attachment to each other, when, you, when you're in tune with somebody, you know their habits. You know how they move. You know when something's wrong. You know when something's, everything's good. And if you're paying close attention, you know if they're giving you their all. Ladies and gentlemen, that's not something you can hide. 
you can try to hide. This is not like cheating, where you can go sleep with someone and come home and the, the person never knows it. This is totally different. This is totally different. What you do shows. How you treat a person, it shows. I know if you give me your all. If you know the person and you're in tune, just like somebody working out, you say, give me 10 more. You got it. Keep pushing. You got some more on you. Don't stop now. Because you know, even though they get, they did the 20 push-ups, you know they can spit out another five. You got another five in you. Come on. And you see them crank out another five. You push them to their limit. Relationships is the same way. You know somebody's giving you 120% of themselves. You're not fooling anyone. Be honest with them, but first be honest with yourself. This is my breakdown of Soul Tie. It's your boy Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.